0: Hi, this is Ben. This is Chris. This is Adrian. This is Clive. This is Lisa, and you're listening to the Wood Fired Oven Podcast with Mark Gostin.
1: Welcome to season two of the Wood Fired Oven Podcast. I am super excited to be launching season two soon on the 1st of August 2022. That's when it's all gonna launch. I thought today, though, I'd give you a little sneak peek at some of the guests that I will be chatting to during this season. The first interview up. In fact, the first main episode of Season 2 is a sit-down interview with Ben Guilford from the Melbourne Firebrick Company down in, well, Melbourne, Australia. A few weeks ago, I had the great privilege of sitting down with Ben at his factory and having a wide-ranging discussion with him about his business. It was a wonderful chat, and I'm very grateful that Ben took the time out to have a chat with me. Take a little listen to a snippet of the interview coming up on the next episode of the Woodfire Oven Podcast with Ben Guilford. So, what's the advantage of keeping these joints nice and tight? Okay. Less mortar? Is that what we're, we're it's, aiming it's, for?
0: It's, it's part, where it actually stems from originally was the re- refractory mortars are designed for three millimeter joints yeah. max. Mm. Right? That's that's where more, normal refractory mortars are designed for very very tight joints. Um, and part of the idea of that was if the mortar deteriorated over a long period of time, let's say twenty years, the mortar is trapped in a wedge. And it doesn't have a big opening on the face for the mortar to fall out. Right. Right. And so that was uh, that's why, like the the ovens in Pompeii. Yeah, uh, like, which I think you visited. Oh, I have. Have you been there? Years no, long? no, I haven't no. Been. You no. must. Oh, okay. I mean, they're
1: gorgeous. Yeah, they're yeah. Just very special. Well,
0: and they're, they're still standing because they would have put that effort into mm. tight joints, yeah. so that um, you know over that period of time, if the mortar deteriorated, which the mortar that they would have had probably has, they're still held together because everything's so tight. Mm. Um. What we've done, we technically, this is interesting. I haven't really talked about this with many people, but we don't need to do tight joints anymore. The mortar that I've developed it took me 12 months of testing to create a refractory mortar that can we can have in a 75 mil wide joint. Really? Three, three inch. Yeah, yeah, we could do a three That's inch. huge. Joint. It's massive. Wow. So so it's so we don't actually have to do tight joints anymore, but they're pretty. They look great. They look really nice, oh, and, and there's do. something. Wow, that's amazing. There, there's something. It's very. It's attractive yeah. when you look inside of them. The joints oh. are all nice and tight. The other thing, though, is if you're a lot of your your listeners may not have laid brick, and I'd never laid. Bricks I had not laid I brick started, before. Right? No, first time. If you're trying to lay bricks with a mortar bed, yeah. so let's say you're after like a three eighths or ten millimeter bed. Um, it's actually quite hard mm. um, because the brick wants to – it's soft. More, you've got to get the consistency of the mortar perfect. The brick wants to move around on you. If you're laying the bricks such that it's brick on brick, yeah, well, you can't get it wrong. You just – and that's why I love the trammel. You put a brick in the trammel, you bring it down, and you rub yeah. until you hear it rubbing on the brick Against underneath the brick. It, yeah, that's right. And then done. It's, it's done. And But the thing is if you do that constantly, you stay level all the way up. You don't start wandering and getting a bit mm. off on the mm. – it, it actually so there's a practical element to it. So in answer to your question, why keep the joints tight? In the back in the day, you had to. Yeah. With the mortar that we have now, we don't have to, but we do it because it actually makes a it easier to build. And it's so. Oh, pretty. it is. It
1: is. I have to say, I learned an awful lot from sitting down with uh, Ben. So stay tuned for the next episode of the Wood Fight Oven Podcast, where you can hear the full episode interview uh, with Ben. Another lovely fella in the wood-fired oven community is Chris Vozo. If you're on Instagram and if you're into your wood-fired ovens, you've probably come across Chris's Instagram account, El Forno Rozo. Now, Chris is amazing. He is an exceptional home-cook wood-fired oven expert. And I recently had the great privilege to travel out to southern Queensland, visit Chris and his wonderful oven, his gorgeous kids, and his wonderful wife, and chat to Chris about his passion for wood-fired oven cooking. Chris pumps out so much food in his wood-fired oven. Stay tuned for this story. It's a very special story, and I'm really excited and privileged to share Chris's story and the journey that he has been through uh, over the last 10 years or so. Stay tuned for that. Here's a little snippet for you. Back onto this retained heat, residual heat cooking. Uh, so what would be some of the, the, the favorite things that you do enjoy Cooking like that. I mean, obviously, it's cooking, baking bread, it's made for that sort of stuff. Yes, but, but, yeah. but But what other things? Some of your day two favorite foods to cook? Okay, so sweets. Um, oh, yeah, I've much. really tried to, to get into that because the kids like bickies and muffins and yeah. things like that. So yeah, day idea. two, um, sometimes it can be a little bit too hot still on day two, so I'll wait until the afternoon, mm. maybe nighttime when it's down to 190, 180. Yeah. yeah, that's a great temp yeah. for baking those goodies. Yeah. Yeah. So Julie and I, we'll, we'll make them at night time usually because that gives us the first pick. If <laughs> <laughs> the kids gone to bed then? Yeah. <laughs> it? Oh, it's, uh, that's great. So it's just the two of you baking and uh, it's quite romantic actually. Yeah, yeah it, it is. Lovely. Yeah, in yeah, the fire. fire. yeah, good yeah. is that? Yeah. yeah. So Julie does enjoy coming out here. Oh, yeah. Did she take much convincing to put a bright red brick oven in your backyard? I think she knew it was coming um, because I was into this long before we built this and um, I mean she's got a house she can have that Yeah, I'll I'll have the (laughs) pizza oven (laughs) pretty hard to miss a huge bright red D105 turning up in your backyard Uh, I really appreciate spending a wonderful afternoon uh, with you and your wonderful family Chris really excited to publish this episode soon on season 2 of the Woodfight Oven podcast If you're enjoying this episode, I'd like to invite you to head on over to Facebook and join my Wood-Fired Oven Chronicles Facebook group. Join hundreds and hundreds of Wood-Fired Oven enthusiasts from all around the world as they share their favourite recipes, tips and techniques to supercharge all of our Wood-Fired Oven cooking skills. Head on over to Instagram as well, marks underscore wood-fired oven for more information on this podcast. Hello everyone, my name is Sarah and I would like to recommend Tarts & Bread by Chad Robertson. During the season, I sit down at my favorite cafe with a bunch of fabulous wood-fired oven cookbooks. I recently asked members of my Wood-Fired Oven Chronicles Facebook group if they would send in their audio recommendations of some wood-fired oven cookbooks that have really left an impression on them. I was inundated with some amazing recommendations from you wonderful fine folks out there. Thanks Sarah for sending yours in. I'm really looking forward to hearing more about Tartan Bread. Here's another one from Jim. Hi, this is
0: Jim Dwyer from Portland, Oregon. I would say
1: one of the best cookbooks I've bought honestly in the last two decades uh, was one I purchased last year by Gregory Gourdet, G-O-U-R-D-E-T it's called Everyone's It is just a, a magical cookbook. Thanks so much, Jim. I'm really looking forward to hearing more about this wonderful book, Everyone's Table, from your audio snippet. One of the great things about hosting a podcast is the privilege of talking to so many wonderful folk and also listening to so many wonderful folk. This season, I'm going to be utilizing audio snippets from you listeners, direct into the podcast. So if you've got something to say, if you've got some questions, if you've got some thoughts and some comments that you would like to include on this show, head on over to my website, woodfiredoven.cooking, and at the bottom right-hand corner of every page on the site, you'll see a little microphone icon. Click the icon, probably best to do it via your mobile phone, and record a two-minute audio snippet for me, and I might just include it on an upcoming episode. So it's been a really busy few months whipping around the country, interviewing some really fine folk and putting together these episodes for season two. It's going to be quite a long season. The difference with season one is that this year, the episodes are going to drop every two weeks, every fortnight. Well, that's the plan unless my work gets in the way. Every two weeks will be a fresh episode for the Woodfight Oven podcast. So stay tuned. If you're not already, consider following or subscribing to the podcast in your favorite app. I really look forward to dropping the next main episode for season two, the interview with Ben Guilford from the Melbourne Fibre Company on the 1st of August, 2022. So stay tuned for that. And in the meantime, stay safe, have fun and go cook with fire. If you've enjoyed this episode, please make sure you follow the Wood Fired Oven podcast in Apple Podcasts, Spotify or your favourite podcasting app. Please consider posting a review on Apple Podcasts as this really helps the show. Don't forget to check out woodfiredoven.cooking for more tips, tricks, and advice on cooking with fire. You can also see full episode notes and links. You can also post a question which I may feature on the show. I'm also on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, so head over to your favorite social platform and get in touch. Thanks again for listening. Catch you next time.